The summer months are often a time when families travel together, perhaps vacation, a family reunion, or just a quick trip to grandma's house. These road trips can either be miserable or days when wonderful memories are made. What a picture of all of life. We are just passing through this world and families must learn how to enjoy the Lord and one another as we make the journey together. We are taking a summer road trip through the book of Philippians, the book of Christian joy, and discovering principles to help our homes. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. We are living in the more generation. Everybody wants more. More money, more house, more vacation time, (laughs) just more of everything. And yet, I wonder how many of the Lord's people are making their great priority and aim in life to have more of what God wants for their lives, more of the Lord's presence in their home, more of heaven's blessing on their family. You see, uh, the one thing we ought to seek more of are the divine resources because they're inexhaustible. Remember, the God of the Bible is the God of more and more. In the Old Testament, Ezekiel saw vision, do you remember? And uh, it was water coming out from the throne of God. And he said when he started examining it, it was to the ankles and then to the knees and then to the waist and then waters to swim in. It was a picture of the the grace of God, the infinite God who always has more for his children. I say all of that to bring you again today to Philippians chapter number 1. We have been looking at the gospel family, but today I want to draw your attention to a little section in Philippians chapter 1 that is Paul's prayer for the believers at Philippi. Now remember that he said in verse number 4, for that he had been praying for them, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy. That's good. But when you come down to verse 9, verse 10, and verse 11, he actually tells them what he prays for them. You know, very often we say to people, I'm praying for you, and I wonder if we had to get specific and say, this is what I'm praying for you, would we have anything to say? Because praying in generalities is not enough. We must pray specifically. And we must not only pray specifically, we must pray spiritually, not just for material blessing or physical help or external things, but for the things that really matter. So I've connected in my Bible, Philippians 1 verse 4, every prayer of mine for you all, and Philippians 1 verse 9, and this I pray. And then he begins the list. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ under the glory and praise of God. There's a lot wrapped up in this prayer list. I wonder, if you examined your prayer list for your family today, what would be on that list? We're going to come back and walk through these three verses. I want to challenge you to spend some time in it, Philippians 1, 9 through 11, because really it's it's Paul's prayer list. Maybe we should say it is the Holy Spirit's prayer list uh, for each of us, and we can take it and make it our list for our families. And so we'll do that, and I would challenge you to spend some time praying your way through these verses. Uh, but let's begin today by just... Uh, pondering a phrase. It's a phrase found in verse number nine where he says more 
and more. We're told in Scripture that the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. It's a repeated phrase in the Word of God because God's intention is that when a person gets saved, when they come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, that is not the the end. That's the beginning. In fact, it's the starting point of us coming to know more and more about God, more and more of His grace, more and more of His mercy, more and more of His divine enabling. And frankly, I think most Christians live a very substandard life, and most Christian homes are existing. They're just getting through another week. They're surviving another day. They're living far below the level of, of uh, enabling and resource that God intends for his children. I say again, the God of the Bible is the God of more and more. You should study Romans chapter 5. It's one of the great doctrinal chapters of the Bible. It talks about the fact uh, that God has much more for believers in Christ. Did you know you actually have more than Adam had in the garden? People say, if we could just go back to the Garden of Eden. Friend, I don't want to go back to the Garden of Eden. In Christ, I got much more than Adam ever had in the Garden of Eden. Now, people say, when you get saved, you get back what Adam lost in the Garden. No, you don't. You get much more than that. Do you understand we have more access to God through Christ than Adam had? Do you understand that we have more spiritual resources in Christ than Adam had? You see, we get much more in Jesus Christ. And I think it's time that in our homes we started believing God for more and more. We pray such little prayers to such a big God. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. My favorite prayer verse is Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. How do we access the great and mighty things? How, how do we see the more and more? And the answer to that, very simply, is through prayer. That's what Paul is doing in Philippians chapter 1. Now, the, the larger context of the prayer is that Paul himself is struggling. I mean, he's in prison. This is a prison epistle. And if you read all of Philippians chapter 1, you'll see that he is dealing with enemies. And he's dealing with lots of emotion. Uh, there's a great deal going on in Paul's life, and yet what is his priority? Not himself, but others. Not what he can accomplish, but what God can accomplish. And not the physical, but the spiritual. Maybe this would be good for all of us right now, to get our eyes off of ourselves and off of our needs and on others and on what God desires in their lives. Do you remember our study in Acts chapter 16 that laid the foundation? Uh, because Acts 16 was, was the first occasion where the gospel gets to Philippi. It's where the Apostle Paul began his ministry, and the Lord began to, to really build his church there. I would challenge you to go back through Acts 16 once again. I pointed out to you already that it concentrates on homes. Remember Lydia's household, uh, the demon-possessed girl, the jailer, and his entire household coming to faith in Christ. But did you ever notice that in each of those experiences in Acts 16, it not only concentrates on family, it's also connected to prayer. For example, it was at a prayer meeting that the first convert in the city and the first convert in that part of the world was saved. That's, that's where Lydia was saved. That's where God opened her heart, at a prayer meeting. And I tell you, my friends, if we would keep praying, we'd see more and more people come to Christ. 
It was as those apostles prayed that a demon-possessed girl was set free. A friend, we keep praying, we'll see more and more of the devil's territory taken. It was as they prayed at midnight that the earthquake came, that the, the jail doors swung open, that the chains fell off, and that ultimately that jailer and his entire family came to know the Lord Jesus as their Savior. I say if we would keep praying, we would see more and more spiritual victories. You see, the greatest thing you ever do in your home is pray. And the greatest thing you will ever do for your family is pray. We'll come back in our next study to Philippians chapter 1, verses 9, 10, and 11, and study this beautiful prayer list together. But suffice it to say, it's about one thing. It's about more and more. It's about not being content with what you can accomplish or what you can do for your family. It's about not being satisfied with where you are spiritually and where they are spiritually, but desiring, hungering, thirsting after God and saying, Oh, Lord, we want to abound more and more just as you saved us to. Make that your prayer today. Let's believe God for more and more. What can you take away from this study of God's Word? Where do you need to apply truth to your own life and family? God's Word is the guidebook for this journey of life, and we sincerely pray that you will follow it. Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org for additional resources for your home and Christian life. Plan to join us again on our next study and encourage all of your family to make the summer road trip with us. May God bless you and those you love today.